The Gospel today, following on from the baptism of Jesus, and as we heard, the arrest of John the Baptist, shows us the beginning of the active ministry of Jesus, preaching, calling people to repent, and bringing light to the people who sit in darkness. And this year, for the first time, Pope Francis has asked us to focus on a particular way in which the light of Christ comes into the darkness. He has asked for the third Sunday in ordinary time to be devoted to the celebration and study of the Word of God. The Bible, which is one of the great treasures of the Catholic Church, and which the Pope calls the Book of the Lord's People. Now, it may be that we have a little bit of a problem here when young people, and sometimes people who are not so young, say that the Mass is boring. They're usually thinking about this, the longest section of the Mass, the part which follows the introductory rites. It's called the Liturgy of the Word, and that's exactly what it is. Words, words, and more words. And people are not so good at listening to words these days. Yet communication through the spoken word and the written word is one of God's great gifts. Speech brings people close to each other like nothing else. Human growth through education depends on words. And reading is still a popular leisure activity even if now you do it on some electronic device. No wonder the church gives such prominence to the word, and most especially the scriptures. For us, the Bible is the word of God, one of the principal ways in which God communicates with us and is present to us. And that means it's worth listening to and reading. Of course, Protestants will say that Catholics don't really know the Bible. But that's not true historically, and it should not be true in the present age. It was the Catholic Church which selected the books which we now call the Bible, choosing some and rejecting others to form what is called the canon of scripture, the accepted collection of books which are described as inspired. In other words, the books through which God is felt to speak. It was the Catholic Church which preserved the Bible, praying with it, preaching about it, writing commentaries on it, and making it available through the hands of monks who painstakingly made copies. And then it was a tragedy that at the Reformation, 1,500 years into the 2,000-year history of the Church, those who broke away from the Catholic Church began to treat the Bible as if it was something they had invented. It seemed like a divorce settlement. They got the scriptures, we got the Mass.
Of course, the Mass still contained the liturgy of the Word, so Catholics continued to hear the Bible. But those readings were in Latin, so not so many people understood what they were hearing. All that changed 60 years ago. Our generation has been privileged to have readings in English. And we've also been exposed to a much greater part of the scriptures. In the old Latin mass, only 1% of the Old Testament and 16% of the New Testament were read at mass. In the revision of the Second Vatican Council, 13% of the Old Testament and 72% of the New Testament are read. This was made possible by having three readings on Sundays instead of two, and by organizing them in a three-year Sunday cycle and a two-year cycle on weekdays. I should also mention in this Catholic Schools Week that our schools and faith formation programs make a real effort to familiarize their students with the scriptures. We probably hear more of the Bible than in many Protestant churches, where the pastor simply chooses the passages he likes. We get the comforting words, but we also get the challenging ones. Typically, we have a reading from the Old Testament, a reading from the New Testament letters, and then the Gospel. And it's the gospel which is most important. That's why we stand up for it. All the scriptures are valuable, but the four gospels contain the life and words of Jesus Christ. The word gospel means good news. And it's good news because Jesus Christ is the Son of God, come into this world to heal and save us. And if you take the trouble to spend time with the scriptures and grow to love them, you will find that there is good news everywhere. Even obscure passages of the Old Testament are good news because they're like signposts directing us to the fulfillment of all God's promises in Jesus. Now, there's no doubt that the Liturgy of the Word is a challenge for people who have lost the habit of listening. That's why it's good to prepare yourself by looking at the readings in advance. In fact, your parish bulletin always contains the Bible references for the readings of the following Sunday. In these words, week by week, Jesus wants to communicate to us. Let us be attentive to his voice so that we can discover the word of life and the good news of salvation.